Welcome back to the Uzumaki Podcast. It is After Hours. I am your host with the most, not Big Dick Jeffrey, but the cringe of the century, Shade Anderson. And with me today is my co-host, wonderful, lovable, huggable, edible, Chief Blackhand himself, Saya Yaj. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? Nice, <laughs> nice to meet everybody. Yo, yo, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, Pat? <laughs> um, well, we got we got a badass guest today. You probably won't you probably won't be here to hear him, but we have what, what, J- what day actually? Tomorrow, tomorrow. I'm off tomorrow, so I might be. Uh, eight p.m. Might be, yeah. All right. Uh, well, well, we have uh JFKA, JFKA, I think it was. But I just call him JFK. <laughs> But yeah, we have him. He's a rapper from, from, from up north, oh, Canada, oh, and weekly catch up. What what have you been up to, Sia, for this week? Uh, I, I got a new car. You know, taxes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah taxes came in, so you yeah. know, I got a new car. Got it insured. Got your parts. I, I, yeah, I got the my IC the PC, on my bed. <laughs> PC parts, everything, bro. It's just it's just you fucked fuck up on the case, the case, and the, the fucking, CPU. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, Fuck. But hey, at least I get the case for my nephew. Yeah, it's actually a really nice case. Bro. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, damn, I wish I had that case. Really? I was thinking of shrinking my case or my my motherboard to get that case, but I'm like, no, no, I'm gonna be using it on Yeah, still, like, I can't believe that's a big ass fucking graphics card, bro. Yeah, dude, it's a big. I, got, I, card. I thought I didn't even I didn't even know what the fuck it was. I thought when you said like graphics card or some shit, you know, like, the name graphics card. <laughs> no, it's just fucking. It's a. It's a big ass block. <laughs> well, if you don't know, listener, it's the thirty sixty Ti RTX thirty sixty Ti. I'm fucking. He got it retail, which is yes, sir. Extremely lucky. <laughs> yes, sir. But yeah. yeah, like you said, we fucked up on the case. It was, yeah, case, case was, was too, a case was too small. Mini ATX instead of an ATX. Yeah, it's like fuck. Then, as just as I found out today. The CPU. Yeah, the CPU is an APU, and it won't be compatible if you. It would be, but it'll lower your FPS yeah. and shit. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's like, fuck. <laughs> but I, I I think I might be able to get it Friday. Like, like order it. Oh, yeah? And then see if it can come in that Tuesday. If not, maybe, like, Wednesday or Thursday. Have you checked out um, GameStop for cases? No. Because uh, usually they sell cases. I, I should have asked them. Damn. Because I, I, I got my money. Not my money, but I got my... Got my prisoners. Money. You, you, already got, you already got yours? <laughs> yeah, dude. I just, I that's why I've been getting all this shit. Oh, well, shit. I didn't. No, oh, my God. Well, Jonathan and the fucking got theirs. Yeah, and the fucking mail, bro, today. Uh, I wasn't playing seven days. Uh, actually, I wasn't replaying my computer for a while. All right, all right, yeah. Because I was mostly focusing on the project for April Fool's. Elden Ring. I got Elden Ring. Been playing Elden Ring. Yep, I told you, man. It's fucking hard, hard dude. Yep. Even as a Dark Souls like guy to play Dark Souls two or one and three and Bloodborne, I was like, "Fuck, dude, this game's hard." <laughs> it, it, it is hard as shit, bro. And it's just like there are certain farming spots. Like I finally got into the region where I can try to farm yeah. for runes and stuff, but I got to go back and get a certain item, a, a oh, golden man. scarab. Yeah, that increases like the amount of runes you get. Then I got to go find a merchant to buy the fucking cookbook from him to make golden pickled foul foots to get even more runes <laughs> it's just like fuck and yeah i just been I, I barely i barely got it like yesterday it was pretty it, good it's, it's enjoyable dude honestly i don't think there's crossplay on it uh Is there? i think so i said enable crossplay or some shit like that. oh 
Well, shit, I don't. I, I gotta look at mine. But I mean, fuck. Actually, when it comes to like you getting people to help you, yeah, like their shit. I I think what I believe is that their shit scales to what your level is. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's not like them like fucking having a like, big ass health pool <laughs> and just fucking yeah. So I think that's just like their like their stats. I think they just scale to the player they're joining. Oh okay, I get you. So like if like if you were to join someone higher level, it probably wouldn't change much. Yeah. But uh, if like someone like who finished a game or whatever fucking joins you, I think their shit just scales down. Like the weapon damage and stuff, it's it's gonna be there, but it's just you know it's kind of scales down. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, but I think the only people I know that play is you and my friend Joey and Jonathan. Does Jonathan play it? Yeah. yeah he oh, does, okay, Jonathan. <laughs> it's, it's pretty it's pretty cool. Like I was I was trying to help him with some fucking bosses, then I was telling him how to do this, how to do that, like what's the best way to defeat like uh like the dragon. Best way to beat that one? Use the horse. I know, yeah, dude, I keep forgetting that you have a fucking horse. Now, when I got the horse, and you see my character look like yeah. fucking Geromino. <laughs> wait, wait, I gotta move the mic a bit before I start doing it. <laughs> 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 Shit's fucking funny, dude. I was, I was like, shit, man, I'm fucking Geromino. I'm patchy. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, honestly, if they actually had, like, a fucking, like, that, like, the, the ponytail, like, that shit. Yeah, dude. That would've been cool. Yeah, well, I seen his hair, and I was like, hey, he looks like Geromino when Geromino cut his hair. But I was like, damn, badass if we had a ponytail or some shit. Why you keep fucking with it? <laughs> oh, I'm just, I'm just like, I'm just messing with the mic. Hello, yeah. hello, hello, hello. Like, for me, I got help with Radon, and then I got help with fucking Morgoth. Like I, like the the latest bosses so far, besides the spectral version of uh, Godfrey, I just been, I just been getting help, bro. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie. I've been getting help. I don't know. I always played the Dark Souls game, and the Dark Souls games. I, I muscled my way through them. <laughs> it doesn't feel right calling help. No <laughs> God, I want to muscle through it. <laughs> I mean, shit. Like I said, you can try. It's going to be fucking rough. I mean, you could, like, what uh, what, what, what class did you pick? Uh, land, land something? I forgot what you call it. It was like the one that replaced the knight. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, the first build. I was all that basically is the knight. Yeah. Because I always pick knight. Then my second playthrough, I picked uh either I either go with a Dex build. I know you. <laughs> then the third build is uh magic. And I know magic is fucking OP in that game. Yeah, it really is. But it's like you're really squishy though. Yeah. You're hell. You're always one shot. Yeah. But I was like, fuck that. I gotta use. I ain't gonna use magic. I'm gonna be, be chief. Hey. <laughs> Just yeah. be with me and my axe. <laughs> I w- me and my sword. Hey, I went samurai build though. Of course, he would be samurai. It's, it's, it's fun. Honestly, it had like the stats on it was evened out throughout the board. So I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna go for that. Like, it's a good safe build. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, the, the whip, the fucking uh, unsheath ability really helps out, especially with certain bosses. Dude, I was running past the whole fucking tutorial and I was like, how the fuck do I dual wield my weapon? Like, when you put two arms yeah. on the weapon, I was like, how the fuck do I do that? I was like, tripping out. Yeah, for me, like, when I, I, I took me, it took me a while to figure that out. Cause I know I did it once yeah. and then I was like, well, well, how do, how the fuck do I do this? Like, cause <laughs> I was trying to get the unsheath ability or trying to do it. Yeah. But then I was like, dude, how the fuck do I fucking do build this? Like I literally are two handed, two handed. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like, I literally two-handed it earlier before I died. <laughs> what, what, what went wrong? Like, what am I doing wrong? No, Jalen's all like, oh, uh, uh, you have the French triangle and the uh, right but, um, right shoulder button. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> don't mess. Because <laughs> on, like, the old games, all you did have to do was just press triangle. Oh, okay. And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, because if you hold the triangle, then you can be able to call your horse or whatever. I got a fucking jellyfish shield. I want to get a shield, a decent shield, because I'm always like to be a. True. Well, it depends. Like on. I don't like fat rolling. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you probably you're probably gonna get have to get like one of the smaller shields that can parry, or maybe, like a special like one of the, like the special ones that are lightweight. Yeah. Yeah, but me, I went for I went with jellyfish build. Honestly, I don't mind fucking fat rolling. It's not too bad actually. Yeah, because I cool, but I, I, I switched out some armor that was a little heavy. But yeah. I got some fucking like talismans and shit that fucking reduce my or that oh. raises my uh, equipment weight. I always have um the helmet off on all my Dark Souls games. Really? Because it looks cool. <laughs> I mean that's true. I mean fuck. And I might... usually my my shirt too. I usually take it off. Hey, I took off my shirt. Hey. But yeah, unless if it's light armor, then I wear it. True. I honestly, I think I might just take off my helmet on that one because I think I have like some weird skinny ass fucking helmet that's tall. <laughs> it's like it's like uh. It, like it's literally physically impossible to wear that fucking helmet on a normal person. Yeah. And the way my characters, like you know, like how your character's head looks and shit. Yeah. The the mo- the model for that fucking helmet is like skinnier than your fucking head. <laughs> so it's just like, what the fuck? God. <clears throat> but yeah, honestly, I mean, shit. I I wouldn't mind helping out, but I just wouldn't just don't expect much. This is a special podcast because damn, Mike's. Jiggling. This is a special podcast because we have um, JFK in the on the phone. I'm saying the building again. We have JFK on the on the fuck. We have JFK on the phone. On the phone. I'll say on the building. <laughs> <laughs> we have JFK on the building. It's too late. Honestly, bro. I'm, I'm gonna just like write it out and be like, here, read this. No, bro. We have JFK on the phone. Yeah, we have JFK on the phone. We're going to interview him. Or I'm probably going to interview him. Sorry, I might not be here. Because, sadly... um, The time we, difference. Yeah, we fucked up on the time zone. I thought he was like an hour ahead of us. But turns out he was like a few hours ahead of us. And he's like, right. oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to bed. Like, no, you got you to wake up. Hey, <laughs> what the like, fuck? So don't worry, son. You can go to sleep. Hey. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but that's what I did during the week. That's what side did during the week. And for you, listener, it'll probably be like, what, 30 seconds a minute? But for us, it'll probably be 24 hours. And with that, goodbye. It's the space bar, right? Yeah, space bar. A typical commuter hour becomes a scene out of a nightmare. A burning car falls off a bridge following a high-speed chase. Daniel Morgan has the story. Immediately after driving off the drawbridge, the doomed vehicle burst into flames before crashing into the icy river below. Although rescue crews were able to retrieve the car with a huge crane, no bodies have yet been discovered. George Black, director of the ATF division in charge of the investigation, told us that the bodies may have been swept downstream by the river. In conjunction with several civilian operatives, we were investigating a gun running operation when the incident occurred. However, I would like to point out that this incident only serves to prove that the movies are the only place where amateur vigilantes can successfully combat criminals.
The names of the civilians involved in this incident have not yet been revealed. But we know who they are, don't we? You ought to be ashamed of yourselves. Hey, this is the first time we've ever talked to each other. Yeah, this is actually oh. this is actually the first time we actually talked to each other. Yeah, dear diary, today was a good day. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> well, um, oh how, how you life. been doing, JFK? A, hey, I don't know. I always <laughs> like saying JFK, but then got to add the A. No worries. Yeah, are we doing are we doing the interview or is this like just informal right now? What is this? Oh yeah, we're, we're just gonna do the interview. Just just slide into it. You know what I mean? Oh okay, yeah. How am I doing? I'm doing well. Uh, how are you? I'm a little hungry, but I can't complain. How are you? Um, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm just, just caught me right out, right at right when I got off work. I was like, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I'm happy we could get this going after a bit of postponing. So. Yeah. Yeah. But um, how, for first question, how did you get into rap? I always wondered that. That's a good question. Um, two years ago, I think. Uh, I, I used to be really big into the hardcore scene, and I had a bit of a, well, because COVID hit, and couldn't play shows, couldn't do anything like that, so um, I've always been infatuated with hip-hop ever since I was 17, and I listened to Nas's uh, Illmatic, right, that was like game-changer for me, that was years ago, but um, I was talking to my friend Luke, and I was doing some like spoken word stuff, and I was making like some simple beats, because I thought, okay, I want to learn how to produce and stuff, and and uh, he told me, hey, do you know what rap stands for, the acronym rap? And I'm like, no, I've never heard this. And he said, it's rhythm applied poetry. And I was like, oh, well, that's perfect. Because, you know, I was already writing a lot of like poetry and songs. Yeah. And then I just decided to, you know, put it to a beat, basically. If you listen to, like, all my early stuff, it's, like, so bad in terms of, like, being mixed <laughs> and produced. Um, so yeah, I made it through a speaking spell and, uh, yeah. but what happened, um, but you can tell like I did a lot more spoken word. Um, as time progressed, I got better. Like I started reaching out to a lot of guys off social media, like uh, lo-fi go and Kilroy and they kind of gave me tips like, you know, your voice sounds really good like this or okay, work on your cadence. I didn't even know what cadence meant. So I had to look that up. Yeah. And then yeah, one day I just uh, heard one of your beats on Reddit, and it was that Vince, Vincent, Vince, Devo- Vincent Price. Yeah, 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 Vincent Price, and then yeah, the rest is history. I was like, this is so sick. And then I gave you the the stems for it, or I didn't even know what stems were. You asked for the stems, I didn't even know what they were. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you're like, dude, you killed it. And I was like, oh, okay, well, super sick because that's that's super validating because like, yeah, you definitely have an ear for it, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's that's how I got into it. Like I've always been into hip hop. Like I was a huge fan of Little Ugly Man. And if you've ever heard his stuff, a fantastic writer too. And he produces Little Ugly Man. I haven't heard that. Yeah. Gotta he's, check him out. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. And um, yeah, I would just listen to like a lot of what would I listen to? Man, like all types of stuff, but he really sticks out to me and I liked him too because he came from the punk scene and then he went into hip hop. Um, did a lot of like chopped and screwed stuff like way back in like 2011, 2012. Um, and that really set the precedent. That, that That's what really got me going and I figured like might as well, I'm like nearly 30 years old. I I don't have anything to show for it. <laughs> so I might as well try something here. Like, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah, and yeah, exactly. Like, 
incredible people through it. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's it. And just keep getting better and better. Yeah. yeah. Not, not bad. Not bad. Well, yeah, you, you do have like a, a certain voice to you. I'm like, damn, this, this is nice. Then when you, when I heard it on the Vincent Price, I was like, holy shit, it's actually pretty nice. <laughs> then we did that whole, uh, that whole collab together. Remember the, uh, Canada Dry? Canada Dry. Yeah. yeah that, that, that to me, I still listen to that album almost every day. And that, like, that's like a dream come true for me. Like, just to get, like, okay, I listen to a lot of Big L, a lot of the Digging in the Crates crew guys. Yeah. Um, or like Pat Joe, Big Pun, like all those guys. Um, and yeah, Big L always stands out to me. And AZ as well. Like, he just killed it. I think he stole the spotlight off uh, Illmatic, but, you know, obviously not went on to bigger things. AZ still grinding, but. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Early Royce to five nine like uh, Eminem's two first out, but yeah, I've always been super a huge fan of boom bap like East Coast New York City style. Well, that that leads into my my next question. What what era rap was like? Did it inspire you, and what do you like really like? Like what era of rap? Uh, yeah, like I'd say like the, they say the so called golden age. Um, so like you know ninety three or ninety one to like two thousand three. Oh yeah, the nineties. Um, yeah, and but also I like the uh, kind of the Adult Swim era as well. You know, when Lo-Fi wasn't really Lo-Fi yet. Oh yeah, AJ, yeah, yeah. Yellow was still alive. Yeah. Um. So I was a really big influence on that too. I've always been super lyrically keen, and I've always like I don't like you do your own thing. If you want to do auto tune or do whatever you want with your voice, do it. But I've always liked the rawness of that, and. uh just you know, taking samples, making a beat out of that, and then just adding your flow to it. I think there's something to be said about that. There's no like studio magic, so to speak. It's just go. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and that's I've always had a big affinity for that. So, but I'll listen. I'll listen to anything. Like I'll I'll goon it up with some trap or you know some dirty you, south. You gotta or, have some future yeah. every once in a while. Jump in, jump in, jump in. <laughs> exactly. So. Uh, yeah, it's um that that was probably my biggest influence for sure is Big L. Like Big L's been and you know he died really young, twenty three. Yeah. Um, but him and and Nos uh, were like my two guys. Um, and like funny enough, I didn't realize like through the production of a song that these guys took multiple takes. And like the way I practice, I always used to practice in my car. I used to commute like an hour and a half to work back and forth. Yeah. And um, I would just put on, like, anything. And I would try to rap every song, like, 12 songs on an album, uh, <laughs> front to back. And if I screwed up at any point, I would reset the song. Uh, and I'd be like, okay, fuck. Like, if they can do it, I can do it. Can I swear on the podcast? Is that okay? Oh, yeah. Uh, we, don't, we, <laughs> we don't fucking care. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then, like, again, only, like, a year and a half ago, I learned that, oh, no, you can take double take. You can take as many takes as you want. You can just do, like, one bar and cut that and then just, like, you know, yeah, that's the other the, one in. the power of and editing. Like, <laughs> right, exactly. So I was I was dumbfounded by it because here I was, like, blowing my voice to, like, you know, 12 songs off the Marshall <laughs> Mavericks. God. <laughs> and uh, I was like, wow, fuck, these guys are next level. <laughs> you know, like, how do they do this? God. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I guess that whole like '90s, 2000s era would probably be my bad. Like up until 2012, 
I listened to like a lot of like under the radar guys, like uh, Doctor U. He's from Buffalo, New York. He had some like again an Adult Swim vibe to him. Um, recently, I got into John Wayne for a bit. He's pretty good. He's got a great voice. Has his own little flow there, kind of bringing back like the whole uh, what are they called there? That uh, uh, Stone's Throw Records, you know, with uh, who's there? Like they're the guy that owns it. I'm gonna look this up. I'm gonna do some uh, what's his name? I apologize if you ever listen. Peanut Butter Wolf. You know Peanut Butter Wolf? Nah, I haven't heard of him. Okay. Um, the Alchemist was like, I was a big fan of him. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, so kind of the same vein. Uh, who else? Well, speaking of Alchemist, that leads to my next question. Oh, I love segueing to the next question. <laughs> uh, what, what type of beats do you go for? Like, Like, what do you look for in beats? Like your selection? That's a good question. Um, it has to sound good. Like I'm a musician, so you know the right chord progression. Um, well, you know, it has to be layered nicely. It has to evoke a certain feeling. Like, and depends. Like, if I I can't, it'd be kind of weird if I wrote something really dark to something really happy. Right? Oh, I mean, it'd, it'd be pretty cool. It'd be um, uh, what was that word? Uh. Awesome. All smiles in a school shooting, like that's, that's <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, dude. Like, I'm, I'm for, for me personally, I like doing that type of shit. Uh, like, yeah, the, the beat's all happy, but I'm like, I'm gonna fucking rob this motherfucker, shoot him in the head. <laughs> 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 I forgot what that uh, uh, there's a word for it, but I keep I, I don't have it right now. You'll find it, I believe in you. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good question. Yeah, it has to evoke a certain feeling. Like, you, you listen to that right away, and it's like, okay, like it's on. Uh, you know, big kicks. I love big kicks. I love a lot of sub bass. Um, I love like just feeling it. You know, like you're in the whip and it's like, <laughs> you don't even hear it. You just yeah. feel it. You're, like your organs are shaking. That's... <laughs> 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 it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like, what the fuck? Is that a whale calling? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There have to be machinery nearby. Oh man, uh, that reminds me of an Eminem line. It's like, yeah, you're, like, you're so dumb. You were born during an earthquake or something like that. Oh <laughs> <laughs> <Like> God. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, what do I look for? I look for like something just like nod your head to, or like, okay, like we're gonna like fucking shack up, like we're gonna rip and rag the Seven Eleven. Like, what's the tune that's going to that? Like, okay, like you know, just gets you amped, like gets you like fuck, and then like let's just write something dope to that. And like yeah. Vincent Price was like, holy shit. You know, that was, that was it. Like, I listened to, like, probably 30 beats on that thread. And that was like, dude, like, who is this guy? Because <laughs> the one thing I've always really been impressed by, and I know you went to, can I, uh, you, you went to ASU for music. Right? Yeah, it was only for, like, yeah. a few months. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Gotta get back to the streets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, you have such a knack. For production, you have such a way with like the mix, and I'm not gonna spill. I, we're not gonna talk about secrets here. Maybe, not, maybe <laughs> I don't know. Is this an open forum? <laughs> Do I feel comfortable? <laughs> so, God, um, spill the beans. But, you know, you... <laughs> spill the beans segment with <laughs> exactly. Um, um and. Yeah, like, you just, it, your stuff stands out. Like, the way you EQ stuff, the way that you, 
you just have the mix down and, and like you have such a great idea with what you want and it never sounds robotic it always sounds so organic and fluid and it just like whenever you hear your beats you're like well this is first off it's like one of yours but it's like who is this guy you know like this is next level um you know we have a yeah. saying out in the west of the prairies of canada uh it takes a lot of you have to go through a lot of coal to find the diamonds right shout out to all the minecraft players out there but <laughs> <laughs> um no, like it's like you stick out dude and that that was like yeah that that, that was huge for me like just to find that because again you can only hear so many young thug type beats, you know, or, you know, everyone's trying to do some trap skitters and it just all sounds so formulaic and, and dead. Your yeah. beat sounds so alive and there's like a, like it has its own cadence, its own vibe to it. It's like, it's got a soul to it. Yeah. And yeah. I get you. I'm so happy that you decided to you know, you really pursue this and, you know, you're doing the podcast, you're doing, you've done so much since I met you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You really put yourself out there too, because I don't think you even had Instagram when we met. Oh, I had it, uh, but but um, I, I didn't really post anything on it. <laughs> right, you were shit posting. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> Just, yeah. Like, making memes and stuff. Yeah, and uh, like that closet maestro, <laughs> Just, like <laughs> in a cave making beats, and now it's like finally hibernation's over. Yeah, um, and now I gotta put this to full gear. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, it's um. Oh, it's really really cool to see it's um how can i say this oh, whatever okay that's good <laughs> um yeah so next question <laughs> oh okay yeah next question um what 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 top five producers both old and new or new do you rank oh wow that's top five old and new Shane dead and alive no nah, it's not nah, it's not shade it's the cringe or louis <laughs> Yeah, all right. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> cringe of the century, or the cringe, sorry. Yeah, the, uh... Do you actually wear the hat all the time, or is that just, like, your, your logo? Is yeah, that... I have to wear it all the time. It's, like, that's something. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's my, it's my... It has to do with, my, like, my eyes and shit. That, oh, okay. Yeah. It's, uh, I, have, I have to wear glasses. I have to wear okay. glasses, but then I lost my glasses, so when we play some of it, I wear this hat. <laughs> okay. Is this? is this a prescription hat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a prescription hat. <laughs> oh shit! But yeah, yeah. This is, uh, okay. Yeah. Um. Oh wow. Yeah. 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 He just, you gotta listen to him, man. He's, it's such an eclectic, he started with this album, like, Mr. Thug Isolation, and it's yeah. just, like, the grimiest, dirty south, like, chopped and screwed beats, huge bass, just great sampling, just ugly layered vocals, and it's so great, like, on so many levels. And then he'll go into, it's like, Oblivion Access, which is, like, 2018, and it's, like, all, like, noise like, you know, like, really abstract stuff, really, like, pushing the limits to, like, what is actually music, where it's, like, absolute, like, just analog screeching and shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he puts in, like, again, some other instrumentals with that. Um, no, Little Ugly Man is, like, up there. He's, like, so, yeah, you and him are, like, number one. I guess, like, there's no, like, one to five. It would be, like, five. Um, what? Who's the guy? 
it wasn't Dre that made Eminem's beats. It was another guy. Rick Rubin? His, he's like a huge coke. So what's his name? Rick Rubin? No. Oh. Close. Uh, Chris. Um, Rod Storch. You ever heard of this guy? Nah, nah. No, he like he's the one that came up with the st- still Dre. Oh, he the, the the whole like ding 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 ding. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and he's also the keyboardist. He uh, he started off as a keyboardist for the group uh, for the Roots. The Roots. I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah. So here's this like guy from Long Island, New York. Uh, you know <laughs> this. And he just made some of the most iconic beats, and you never hear about him. And like, if you if you know, then you know. Um, wow, okay, I'm just reading this right now. Yeah, I knew he was a huge cokehead, and he like pretty much threw away everything. Uh, so he had like a net worth of around seven million, seventy million by 2006. By 2007, he had spent over thirty million in less than six months, and was in dire financial straits. Uh, fuck he bought a, a private jet <laughs> he's like that and he has a quote that i always remember and it's like like this like he's a very he's like a prodigy when it comes to the piano incredible pianist right yeah and he just can't like for a long time he had like this whole personal issue with you know he's a musician and he's making these beats that are super simple right and yeah. He's like, this isn't like, this is easy. This is like nothing. Like, this isn't stimulating at all. I want to like, I re- if I really wanted to do what I was wanting to do, like, it would just be like, you know, like doing a lot of like, free jazz or, you know, a lot of, you know, just a lot of more complex stuff, stuff that you don't have to be a musician to appreciate. Yeah. Um, and that's what I find too with like your music. You come across as a musician first rather than a guy who just makes music. You know, there's like a million producers that aren't musicians. They, they click and their their uh their melody and think okay and it just, it just doesn't have that right feel to it but you you just have that ear for it yeah a lot of people have. so something to be said uh yeah 2015 he filed for bankruptcy so this guy was like at the peak and then at the lowest of the lows and i don't know where he's at now i think he's still trying to get himself back up but uh, Scott Storch, you know, there's a little bit of history for you guys. Like, everyone thinks Dre was, like, making all the dope beats. It was Scott Storch doing it. Um, he's worked with, like, fuck every big name. DJ Khaled, The Game, uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Uh, like, jeez, Snoop Dogg, Nas, Dre, Beyonce. There's, like, all these people. 50 Cent, they like, wow. So that's incredible to see him, like, go from that to, to, to now. Um, and no one hears him. No one knows him. Like, you know, like it's, it's really interesting. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? That's like your third one, right? Producers dead or alive. I think so. We'll go with that. Yeah. All right. Um, I'll, 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 I'll name drop Silent Z. I'll say like, hey, he's a, he's one of those guys that I couldn't believe. Like, if you ever listen to Silent Z, he's a good, he's a friend of mine. I was going to say good friend, but I don't know. We don't hang out. Silent Z. <laughs> he, I think I heard uh, him before. With like Lo-Fi and Lo-Fi Go. And I heard him. And he makes all his own beats, too. And he's still doing he doesn't. He's an incredible writer. Incredible. Like, I still listen to his stuff every day, too. And it's baffling to me how uh, 
how like little listeners he gets. And again, he just makes music almost for other musicians rather than for, you know, the masses or yeah, uh, your, your general like average listener who doesn't really think that hard into it, doesn't have the passion for it. But he like goes up in the mountains almost every day just with his SP. And, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, yeah. I know, I know who you're talking about now. I was like, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah I, I follow him on Instagram because I usually see him in like in the mountains. I'm like, yeah. small fucker. <laughs> with his beard and yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, yeah, live show. You got to walk like seven miles. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, he's, hike he's up just to see him perform. <laughs> Sorry. Gonna hike up just to see him perform. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like a head rush, not from the low oxygen. It's like <laughs> well, a combo. Kilroy, Kilroy was here. He's one of the first that really reached out to me on Insta, and he's like, "Man, like you got," and he just started sending me beats. And he's like, like he's got so many followers, and like his Discord is absolutely insane in terms of like activity. And yet, like, he really took the time just to talk to me and uh, teach me. He, he has so many good tips out there too. He has like videos on TikTok and what have you, where he just kind of showcases what he does. Um, and he never, never takes it too seriously either. Like he's definitely got a passion for it, but he, yeah, never gets too hard pressed on it. Um, a guy, and then so that's four or I guess it's four or five, but one other guy I've been really into and he makes his beats live is Count Cole, Count Kowal. I don't know how to, it's K-O-U-N-T-K-O-A-L. He's, uh, been doing it for like 10 years plus, uh, really awesome music, uh, and then uh, I was like, shout out all these guys on social media. I just realized, like, that's that's the thing. Like, it's so weird just kind of looking back and like, holy shit, like, I made music. Like, I'm a musician or, like, I'm an artist. Like, it's, it's, it's still weird to me to say that sometimes. Yeah. And so these guys are, like, friends to me. And yet they're like, no, these guys are actual producers. Like, how many people can do what they do? And it's very, very few. And it's like, whoa, I just take a step back and look at it all and go, holy shit, you know? So... 13-year-old me is, like, screaming his head off right now. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, yeah, it's insane. So, uh, yeah, I'd say, like, all those guys. Um, And, yeah, another, I guess, another shout-out to Ale Philman. He makes really nice music that I listen to. Uh, Again, another quality guy. That's, like, I did a, a remix with him with one of his beats. Yeah. Reached out to me, like, Dude, this is huge. Like, he's he just got featured on a Spotify like editorial playlist. You know, he gets like 400,000 monthly listeners. Like, <laughs> I mean, numbers don't numbers don't no doesn't matter. You know, it's all, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's so great to see some of these guys like succeed, and and on top of that, be quality individuals who you can just riff with and it make the time for you. Yeah, that really humanizing factor to it, and that's what I love the most so that's what i look for i guess with the favorite producers i can't talk to dead people i've tried <laughs> <laughs> you gotta try Wait, go, grandma. <laughs> <laughs> the seance going <laughs> god well um how about how about rap um top five rappers that you would that you rank old and old and new dead or alive top five silence Lo-Fi Go, Big L, Nas, early Nas. Like, after Nas is Illmatic, I was like, eh. No, I put AZ and then Nas. Uh, like, if you ever heard AZ, uh, is it Life's a Bitch, Then You Die? That's yeah. That's the song. 
Realizing the rhythms of life and actuality. Fuck who's the baddest. My personal status depends on salary. My mentality (laughs) is like, oh my god. Like, who is this guy? And he has like (laughs) one song. Uh, That's like nuts. He's still doing it. Like, he's still like, you know, 40, whatever, going on 20. So, whatever. Kudos to him. But uh, Do and Die, uh, Do or Die, is like one, my personal favorite album of his. Uh, uh, Rather unique. That song is like, bonkers that that beat and everything uh and he just kills it on that too every time i show that song to anybody uh they're like who made this <laughs> you know so uh <laughs> in exactly that tone <laughs> they just go full dumb yeah <laughs> uh, uh it's uh so yeah those like silent silent z blows me away um just the shit like his I can rap pretty decent, I'd say I can. And the way he just has his flow down and it just oh, it's it's perfect. This is exactly what he in terms of like skill, like natural ability, all of it. And apparently he goes to open mix on occasion because he doesn't he just does it purely for passion. And I told him like, Hey man, I'm trying to get into med school. Uh, you know, he's like, he was asking, Hey, like, what's up? Uh and I'm like, you know, I've been taking a few months off focusing on school. And uh, he's like, don't worry, man. The music will always be there when you come back. And, you exactly. know, it was such, a, such exactly. a chill answer. <laughs> and it was like, oh, man, that's so right on. And uh, he's just happy doing his thing. And, like, yet yeah, he's a world-class talent. And I just think the world of him. He's around your age, too. I think he's, like, 25. Isn't Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm 24. Yeah. You're 24. Okay, perfect. Um. Yeah. What about you? Like, what about you? Like, what are your top five rappers? I haven't asked any of you any questions. Come on, let's, let's switch um, this around. Um, yeah. th- this is the interview for Bean Bandit. It ain't an interview with a cringe guy. <laughs> <laughs> shade, shade, and interviews. Shade. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know my top five. Probably be, uh, number one, Doom, of course. R.I.P. Doom. Really interesting. What do you find so? Int- what do you love about Doom? His fucking, his cadence, his delivery, his fucking flow, his lyrics, his rhyming on rhyming, his fucking rhyme schemes. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Funny, okay, that just, I'm going to interrupt for really quick. When I said that Illmatic was like the number, like, thing that got me hip hop, the thing that got me into hip hop before that was Doom. It was on November, the song November Has Come. Oh, yeah, Gorillaz. Yeah, yeah, and I blew my fucking Sunfire speakers to that song. I play it so much. Like, <laughs> Who the fuck is this? And that went bled into okay, who's Doom, and then Illmatic, and then everything else just took off from there. Uh, but yeah, okay. So Doom, great answer. Okay, let's keep going. Number two, uh, Jeru the Damager. He was my first okay. uh, rapper I actually really got into back when I was a scrub, like six or seven. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you could be a scrub at six or seven. I was like, I was like, damn, this shit's fucking nice. <laughs> I still have the album too. I still have the CD. <laughs> Uh, that's awesome then oh man now you're bringing up so many fucking names like uh, what's the comp no there's Camp Low uh, what am I thinking of the Spike Spike Lee movie uh, Brooklyn Dodgers the Brook- what was it oh the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Dodgers, Dodgers yeah. Yeah, yeah the Brooklyn yeah. Dodgers or something like oh, that yeah God. okay continue sorry number three uh, Big L Big L always Big L yes Big L yeah, okay. can't go wrong awesome. Big L um then probably Even my grandma violates. You gotta go. 
uh, Jamie Madrox. I don't know if you know Jamie Madrox or the whole like psychopathic shit. Psychopathic records like ICP. Yeah, yeah. He's part of Twisted. They they have a whole beef or whatever going on right now. I'm kind of sad about him. Like my my childhood. <laughs> but um, Jamie Madrox always thought like, damn that guy, he has talent. Like compared to the other guys, I'm like he has fucking talent. Okay. Um, and what was that guy's name? He always wears that wig. Black Elvis. Uh, <laughs> fuck. What? Yeah, that's, he, that's a great name. Yeah, he, he. That's one of his monikers. Is Black Elvis. Oh, I forgot his name. Cool something. Cool Keith. I think it was. Keith. Yeah. Yeah. That, that that's like my top five. <laughs> that's awesome. That's a man. Cool Keith is a little older too. Yeah, I like yeah. I like Cool Keith because he's just like. I don't give a fuck if you think my shit's fat. I know my shit's fat. If you don't know, if you don't think so, fuck you. <laughs> and he's always like dissing other people on his songs. I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm all about. I'm all about. Oh my god, that's yeah, that's great. Um, special shout out to Viper. You know. <laughs> god. <laughs> Your cowards don't even smoke crack. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, that's a great list. What got you into hip hop? Uh, Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk, and Grand Theft Auto Three. <laughs> really? Yeah, because when I was a, when I was a, when I was a little ye lad, that's what I played, and I was like, oh, I like these songs. I like that whole fucking nodding your head to a beat. Then that's when I heard yeah. J. Rude, and I was like, man, this is some nice beats. And that's when I heard about DJ Primo and all these other guys from the nineties. Man, primo. Sorry, I'll turn off these notifications. Jesus. And then I heard oh. Doom back in 20, 2005, yeah. 2006. That's when I really like, I want to rap because when I heard Doom, I was like, damn, this guy's just rhyming for the sake of rhyming. <laughs> yeah. And see, it's so, it's so good. It's so, and it's so different from like what you, you'd hear, but it fits so well. Yeah. And yeah, it sets a mood. It sets a tone it's like i fucks with this <laughs> <laughs> exactly okay and then so that was like tony hawk followed three um you no, were six or seven you three. Three. yeah so you were like young yeah i was young i mean i like i said to you i i started producing when i was eight i mean there, wow. were, there were shitty beats but i was in my my foot was in the door at eight <laughs> That's insane. Do your family are your family into music a lot? Uh, not really. I mean, no. They just listen to whatever they like. They're not like country. those. Yeah, they, they listen. Yeah, they listen to country. They listen to metal, punk, yeah. rap, yeah. trap, anything. Everything. Yeah, everything. Yeah. And that, I think that's one of the reasons why I'm like, why is everybody fucking gatekeeping rap or metal or whatever? Like, just enjoy what you like. Yeah. I, I remember that they were saying like everything's hip hop doesn't matter like you know yes exactly everything's hip hop doesn't like, we were talking about that I think uh, the whole everyone's like no boom bap is like there's a limit to it uh, it's yeah yeah that's why I wrote uh Mr uh, Mr Bring Back Hip Hop and uh the Eminem Dilemma and I forgot the other ones um that one KRS one joint I did I reflip but yeah it's like it's just like my whole take on this whole rap shit, the whole cringe shit. <laughs> Where did the term "the cringe" come from? 
Um, that's because uh, my first rap outing was right when I graduated, and everybody fucking shit on that album. They were saying it was cringe. They were saying, what the fuck? Stop that shit. And then that just discouraged me from rapping and producing. I quit music. Then, like, during COVID, I was like, no, fuck it. I'm going to go back to it. And I was like, fuck that. I'm going to name myself the cringe. Everybody wants to be the greatest of all time. I'm going to be the cringe of the century. And that's where we're at. <laughs> that's really cool. So you kind of embraced it. Yeah. And went with it. Took, took power over it. That's huge. So how long of a break did you take from music from high school to? Probably like five, so you, six years. Five years. Five, six years. Wow. And what what do you think was, like, the, the moment where you're like, okay, I want to... Like, oh, um, it was during COVID. Though. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm just gonna release like a little EP. But then Doom died. When Doom died, that's when I was like, fuck that. No, I gotta go fucking full in. I gotta, gotta reach my potential. Yeah. Because when yeah. Doom died, that shit hit me hard. I was like, fuck, man, fucking Doom. Yeah. Didn't his son like die right before him too? Yeah, yeah. It was like a couple that's... of years back. Yeah, it's tragic. But yeah, I don't think they released the cause of death. He died on Halloween, and no one knew until like December. Yeah, and dude. Then... Like, I remember that that day. I was like all happy, and then I seen it on Twitter, and I'm like, no, no fucking way, no, 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 no. Then I seeing all like all these rappers, Tyler, fucking Elijah Wood, fucking Frodo. <laughs> he even tweeted about. It. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? No, fuck that, not nah, Doom, no. <laughs> Frodo. <laughs> like Frodo actually bumped Doom. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting, yeah, getting on with the ends, you know? Just, yeah. Fuck, that's hilarious. <laughs> um, but, yeah. All right. But, yeah, back, back to you. Back to you. Um, okay. Well, well, I know you, like, you want to produce, but is there anything other than, like, producing and rapping that you would like to try your hand at to music? Uh, I'm big into pyrotechnics. No. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> be a roadie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That guy huffs anything. Uh, so. <laughs> um, what What do you mean by that? Like, you want like like, like Do you want to play guitar? Do you want to uh, play oh, piano, yeah. saxophone, yeah, trumpet? I, I can I can play all those. Oh yeah. shit! <laughs> Give me a second here. All right. Give me one second. No probs. No probs. This has now become the acoustic sessions. With uh, the cringe and JFKA. JFKA <laughs> unplugged. <laughs> um, what else would I like to do? I'm actually going to do an acoustic thing where I sing over it. Because it's a lot easier to write songs for uh, acoustic ballads as opposed to rap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a song about I my dog got into a jar of peanut butter. <laughs> it was a hot sweaty summer day <laughs> yeah you keep asking me questions but that's probably my number one thing I'm going to do right now uh, do some panty droppers you know yeah yeah <laughs> Um, what would your dream collab be like who would oh, you man. want to collab with dream oh oh okay it would be me jay electronica has to be one of my top rappers early because he did stuff back in like the myspace era like 2007 yeah that blew my fucking mind 
Like he took, I still listen to this on occasion, uh, Internal Sunshine of the Spotless. And I, I like his whole attitude. Like he was the no bullshit, no fronting, you know, it's a really humble guy who came from the Magnolia Projects of New Orleans. And that's a rough fucking area. And um, he, you know, decided to invest in himself and better himself. And he, he didn't, like, believe in all the hype and the blah, blah, and the studio gangster shit. He, he went, like, full real. But in 2007, he took the, with Just Blaze, his producer, um, did took the soundtrack from the Internal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind and, yeah. like, wrapped on it for, like, 13 minutes. And, like, no drums, no hook, just, like, rapping. And it was it's still incredible like i still you you have to listen to that it just it's such a mood so and then john brian is like one of my favorite composers in hollywood and just in general when it comes to like alternative pop i guess that would be the best way to describe him. he's like pop easy listening pop music that can also work good as a cinematic score but he he's done some great stuff i don't know if you heard my song safe it's like one of my more popular ones on spotify but i just took two of his pieces from a movie. I forget which one. I'm sorry, people. But, uh, <laughs> and just wrapped over that. So I would like to do a collab with Jay Electronica and me and, uh, and then with like John Brion composing. Because he's like, John's also worked with like Mac Miller and stuff. And he used to, I'm actually, that's one of my goals in life is to go down to LA before he dies. Because he's like in his 50s or 60s now. But apparently he has like a, a permanent spot at the uh i think it's called the scarlet room yeah and he goes there every friday and just plays and it's kind of like an open mic scenario where he just improvs and i just want to catch there's no like i've tried every way to contact him i was like dude i want to use your music i'll give you the whole royalty i just want to do something over it i can find him like granny's such a hard to reach guy so one of my goals is to go down there and just like see him and then say like hey like, this is a song I did, or can, can you play this and this? And I'll rap over it, and he'll be like, all right, cool. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that would be my dream collab, would to be that with Jay Electronica. But Jay is kind of weird because, you know, he's kind of sold his image. Before he was like a lot. I mean, that's always how it is. Like, you die a hero, or you live long enough to become a villain, right? Yeah. So, yeah, Jay's like now performing with Vince Staples on BET, and, <laughs> you know, just talking about <laughs> thugging and shit. So... Um, that would probably be my dream collab. Yeah. I oh, mean, man. I already like fulfilled one of them, like making a boom bap album with like a really great producer. Hey. Like, <laughs> oh, there you go. Like I already said, like that's like life is fulfilled there. So I can die happy knowing that I did it and I can show that to anyone and be like, I made that or I helped make that. And that's so sick. <laughs> so, well, I'm glad yeah. that I, I helped in that dream. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, um, today's topic is all about dreams. <laughs> yeah. Well, to wrap this all up, uh, you got any projects to um, projects for us to look forward to? Any singles, mixtapes, albums, collabs? Um, yeah, I have. One song that I've been, Mr. Lobo, he's a great producer out of Boston and sees some talent in me or whatever. And he and I are making this song and I've got like the first half done and I've just been putting that second half on the burner. 
Uh, and I'm going to send him the stems. Mr. Lobo, I promise it will get done. Uh, <laughs> school ends in a few weeks. Um, <laughs> don't, don't hate me. Because uh, I, I usually pride myself on getting stuff done right away. But it's like we're not getting paid for this. And <laughs> that's not an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I'll use it as an <laughs> So overall, no, I think that's like the, the one thing. Um, otherwise, yeah, I'll probably just get back to making beats. Uh, it seems like my more popular songs are ones that I make. So we'll just stick to doing that. I mean, it's cool. I've collabed with some really cool people and like fell in love, I guess, is like definitely one of my most listened to songs. So, but I guess in terms of projects, uh, I've done some stuff with you too. With the cat, like what was that cat song? Like, I don't know what that was called. Oh, oh that's kind, of, that's confidential. Um, he 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 doesn't know. He's... The acoustic thing. I want to try my hand at maybe doing some covers. You know, maybe get some gigs at some weddings, right? So, yeah, that would be nice. Um, sorry, that would be nice. Get some be, get yeah, some moolah. You know, can't play like. <laughs> I'll do it, but I only play stuff I want to play. <laughs> <laughs> I would never, ever work out. Maybe, maybe. If they are, they're on the right stuff, you know? Yeah. Not some edible to the punch bowl. Yeah. <laughs> you do whatever you want, man. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much. No, no. Cringe. Thank Jade. you for coming onto the podcast. Mr. Yeah, JFKA. Really cool. My first ever podcast. Yeah, JFKA. I guess we'll do that the freestyle bit now. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, um, no, no, nah, nah, then, then we just, um, usually the, the artists, um, hang up on me and then I'm sad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, okay. um, um, but yeah, other than that, it was good to have you on the podcast. Till next time, JFKA. Um, I just, I'll just call you Jay. Next time, Jay. Hopefully Jay we can work. Okay. We can yeah. work together on a song or a song, mixtape, whatever again, but not at this moment because, you know, my, 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 my project that's going to come out, <laughs> I'm right, working yeah. hard on it. <laughs> no cat <No>. thing. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, we should definitely work together again. Um, It's good to have yes. you on the show and until uh, next time. I miss you. Call <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> All right. Uh, cool. All I right. get to fucking yeah. hang up on to somebody this time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you later, Jay. All right. There with the cringe and the chief, shade and chief. My name is JFKA. I guess I'll wrap a few bars for you. In a minute. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm safely satiated like a slim tweaker buzzing. I'm taking this music to my grave. The Grim Reapers coming. Found some hubris when the mood fits. Man, I'll lose it if it's useless. Seen that you spit like your tooth is licking Gucci. Saw a homeless dude smoking rocks up to a tube. Quick, took off his socks and shoes and then left them black and blue shit. Hit them till they move. Men is lucid in the pool of lubricated, drooling food kids. 
Gets a part of artistry that's hard to see It's a part of me like I'm camouflaged Cauliflowered army greens Got no heart when the gun sparks Discard inside a party scene I'm just trying to start a revolution By discarding team People fronting off major with supposed master arrangements Seen real goons not giving fucks Smashing faces into pavement Best not be lacking payment Friend or else you be facing them Not lame pretending Shame me when you be facing ten Brains like Greek to Zeke When you slobbing off the TV screen She shit's too easy to me Do not think about you deeply Chief and shade with the Uzumaki ways Puffing Large slinging bars, chillers, ice cream sliding off in breezy days. Three deep seeking some fiends to slay with no delay. Riding beans, speeding freely with some deals to play. Windscreens finding teeth like a sheathed up mean display of screeching babes. Skin neatly from knees to creamy dates. You think you're fast when you really just a change up, son. A lame jump, praying that one day you'll have the same stuff. You're flaming out fast and Freddie Mercury in orbit like Columbia's disasters. Couldn't fucking make up for it. A slain past to blast it up like paper mache. Well, I complain about the price of gas and some wooden stakes, I'll get under your skin and into your lungs like alabaster, you be humming along dumb like a retarded bandmaster, see I'm no grandmaster, but you be making the wrong moves, like Max Kebo, I be preaching evil while spitting the fuse, like you bitch about your drip and shit, acting on tunes, like a bitch lit but burnt quick, like a fucking broken fuse, seen a lot of rappers mitigate their problems, by nodding off into a bottle, then pop off and solve them, fixated on the hate, like a snake in the grass, curiosity has shown the gays ways to rape their ass. Podcast. Thank you, uh, Chief and Shade, for having me on. And that's all said and done. Uzumaki's number one. Hey, she's already out. I bet she's exhausted. Honestly, since when did the back of this car become a crib? Do you suppose it'll be hard for us to stay in this town? You want to move? <laughs> Don't be silly. Good-hearted rich guys, out-and-out slime balls, and these crazy cops.